necessarily testing the market, but we know that there is a ton of buyers that are left over that didn't get this property that is very similar to your property. So I understand why we can now list it at a higher price point. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Closing with Corey podcast, episode number seven. I have a special one for you. I'm gonna be talking to my sellers today. Now, buyers, don't get mad at me. I think this is gonna be a great conversation to kind of sit in on because you'll be able to get a real good sense on what type of conversations I'm having with my sellers leading up to them selling their home. I wanna talk about the most important things to focus on when selling your home. And I narrowed it down into three that I wanted to talk about today, which is going to be the condition of your home, the price of your home, and the market activity of when you were trying to sell your home, which is going to be very important, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, A a stat that I wanted to start off with was that according to the NAR, less than 10% of homes were sold with uh, FISBOs for sale by owners and not using a realtor in 2022. They did a survey as far as what were some of the issues that they ran into when selling their home, and I picked the top three that actually kind of were reoccurrent when I was looking into this. And it seems that number one, the, the, the very first issue was getting the right price for their home. Number two was selling within the time frame that they had intended. And number three was understanding and performing the paperwork that was needed. Most importantly, I feel like is going to be getting the right price and also selling within the time frame that you had intended because that can have an impact on a lot, obviously financial wise and, and whatever your plans and goals are after you sell your home and wherever you're going to be moving to. So let's start with the easy one, the condition of your home. I, I I think that looking at it is that you are not selling a piece of furniture on Facebook Marketplace to where you throw it up there with a couple of pictures and you kind of bargain with people and and leave it outside and someone comes and picks it up. So I think you need to be very, very realistic when it comes down to the condition of your home. What I typically do for my first walkthrough with a seller is I say, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest with you because I'm going to look at things the way that a buyer would look at them. I've done so many different walkthroughs and showings for buyers that I know what they focus on. I know the things that may not be a big deal for you, but are definitely going to be a big deal to a first-time buyer or a buyer coming in to this price point thinking that this this, this should be you know taken care of down to your windows, to your roof, uh, to the siding, to all of these things that you really want to look at because it's going to impact uh, the the selling process for you one way or another. So the condition of your home, something to be very, very realistic about when you're looking into selling. Number two, maybe the most important is going to be the pricing. So your neighbor, you know, your neighbor's home that sold and, and the, the property that sold two streets down the road from you, all of these homes are not your home. Yes, they are going to create good comps for your home, but that's going to be coming into when an agent like myself is going to be able to go in and really do a side-by-side comparison to make sure that some of these homes that you're talking about are actual comps to your home. The things that you see around your neighborhood are great because you're seeing the market activity and you're seeing what's going on within your actual marketplace. It comes down to a person like myself to be able to say, listen, let's really focus in on, on these particular homes that have sold within the last six months, eight months, nine months, two months that are going to be extremely comparable to your home. And here's why. And then we go into actually why. A stat on the pricing that I was actually pretty surprised at was that um, according to the internet, Zillow had uh, on, on off-market homes, obviously meaning homes that are not on the market or haven't sold within a certain time frame, the median error rate is only 7.5%, meaning that there's only 7.5% of homes that Zillow has as far as a Zestimate that are incorrect. Now, 
I honestly thought that number was a lot higher, but the, 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 the bigger picture with that is that you need multiple sources in order to be able to figure out what the best price strategy is going to be for your home. So if you look at, at, at Zillow and it says, oh, it has this estimate of 580000 and then you have myself that, that goes in there, and then I'm able to showcase you why the home should actually be listed at four ninety nine, and it's like, wait, wait, well, you know, Zillow said five eighty, dollars so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, 600 or something like that. I'm able to at least show you why these numbers don't really make sense. And and the the other factor that goes right with pricing is going to be the market activity. Right now, probably more so than anything, this may be one of the most important things. They're, they're all actually pretty important. But the market activity, I just see it because you see that the inventory is still very, very low. You see that the buyers are not as eager as they were maybe a year and a half ago when the rates were, you know, 2.5 or 3% or 3.5%. And it's that it's that adjustment of what the market is doing. That is one of the most important things. And why I said before, the market activity when you are selling your home is something that you really, really need to consider. Now, there, there's a, a, a phrase that a lot of sellers will use to where it's like, well, let's test the market at this price point. Now, I totally understand what you're talking about, but the problem is, is that for myself, I don't really feel that I need to test the market because I have been studying the market through all of these ups and downs and through all of these loops and the highs and the lows. So I understand what's going on with the market. So instead of you jeopardizing crucial and critical time on the market, and, and advertising and marketing and the buyers that are coming into your property because we're trying to test it at a certain price point. That may actually hurt you more when in three weeks we have to do a price correction. Now, there's been a lot of times where, especially within the last, I would say, year and a half when these, these homes have been selling so crazy over asking that it, it, it's very difficult to have that conversation with the seller. And I'll be very honest with you, I totally understand. So if you have someone coming in and you know that the house right down the street from you just sold for $50,000 over asking, and you have somebody like myself explaining to you why the price should be whatever it's going to be that's $50,000 less than maybe what that home sold for, and it's like, well, listen, this home just sold for $50,000 over asking, correct, but the original listing price was $50,000 less than what that was. Also too, I've already spoke to that agent and I got an understanding of what the actual situation was with that. Clearly it was a multiple bid, but how many bids were there? You know, I, I tried to extract as much information as I possibly can that will be able to better suit my sellers with, within that area. So let's say that that home had 50 offers and you know 30 of them were over asking. Okay, so not necessarily testing the market, but we know that there is a ton of buyers that are left over that didn't get this property that is very similar to your property. So I understand why we can now list it at a higher price point, knowing that those buyers are still around that want to be in this area and are going to be willing to pay that, that price point. The downside to it is, okay, I've had it happen a lot to where it was like, there was only three offers and this buyer needed to be in this home. So those are my needle in the haystack buyers. And you do not want to 
do a pricing strategy for those needle in the haystack buyers because there's a good chance that that one buyer isn't going to come. And then you have 25 buyers over here looking at this like, well, that's out of my price point. That's out of my budget. I would have been willing to go up to this amount, but it's already priced over it. And then it's going to be able to deter them from even wanting to go and see your property. So I always say that the market activity is so important to take into consideration when you are looking at the pricing of your home. Those two kind of go um, hand in hand. They're interchangeable. And, and I know that you can do um, uh, homes for uh, as is, which is, you know, we'll get into on another podcast. But all of these things that we do, all of this prepping that we do is to try and put us in the best situation so you can get the highest price with the most qualified buyer in the best time frame for whatever is going to work best for you and your family. Uh, those are the three things that I wanted to focus on today. I wanted to kind of keep it short and to the point with this one. That's from my sellers. Buyers, you kind of have a behind the scenes look at what goes into the, the pricing strategies, the marketing strategies, what's going on with the activity, the condition of the home. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Subscribe on all the platforms. I will see you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your week.